So, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. You may or may not know um, that Kaylee um, has welcomed baby Freddie into the world now. So, going forward, we're going to have a, a rotating host of regular co-hosts with us. Um, Sammy, who appeared on a couple of episodes as well, she's welcomed baby Harley into the world as well. So, a lot of mat leave going on at Lorien at the moment. So, we've had to draft in the substitutes and reinforcements. So, today I'm joined by John McMillan, who's a client services director at Lorien. How long have you been here, John? About a year? Um, it's, uh, it's just over 18 months now, actually. Joined in February 2021. Um, bit of an odd joining. Joined during pandemic and lockdown. So luckily I knew quite a few people in the team when I joined. So that made it a bit of a softer landing. But yeah, been enjoying enjoying every minute. It's been a, a really good move for me. I'm really happy to be here. That's nice to hear, isn't it? We'll we'll hold you to this recording. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your your career history and and what you do now for for Lorien? So we all yeah, to have <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, so a wide and varied career, which has probably helped me get to where I am, I guess. So I haven't had a very straight path. Um, I've done when I finished university, um, applied for every graduate job going, and I always tell a story where I, I ended up working in a for a power tool company selling power tools out the back of a van um but learned a lot from it because you met the customer and you got to use the product and that was that was the key behind it all so did that for a few years in ireland and then i moved back to scotland um worked in car rental for a while um for enterprise rent a car um i really enjoyed that as well again learned to run a branch a lot about logistics which was difficult we did credit control you did a bit of everything in that job which again Really hard work, but learned a lot from it. Um, fell into recruitment like a lot of people do, so moved into the agency world. Um, and I wouldn't say I loved it. I in, enjoyed the the pace of it. I enjoyed meeting people, enjoyed talking to people. That was a bit I always enjoyed, um, but I found it tough at, at first. Um, I then was really lucky. Um, I had a great client in that West, or it was RBS at the time, and. I think they just liked the way I worked with them and they approached me about moving in-house, which I did. Um, I then worked at NatWest for, I would say, on and off 12 years because I, um, I started in talent acquisition. I then moved to Direct Line as it got sold off as part of the EU Divestment Programme, um, where I continued be working in recruitment as a recruitment business partner. Um, Travelled the country, Leeds, Bromley, um, Glasgow, all the, all the glamour spots. Um, I then moved back to um, RBS slash NatWest in the technology division. Um, probably one of my favourite jobs I've ever had. I worked in there as a people programs delivery manager. Um, then I had a spell in HR, doing organisational design, restructuring, um, all different facets of HR consultancy before I made the move to Lorien 18 months ago, as I mentioned, as client services director. Um, on the NatWest account, which um, was nice because it's one foot in a, in a camp that I know really, really well. Um, so yeah, a bit of a varied career history, but learned a lot in all my different jobs. And I think that was something I would always um, tell people to, as much as if you don't enjoy a job, you, you can still learn a lot from it. Um, and if you look yeah. back and reflect, you'll always find something good or something new that you've learned in, in what you've done. Sounds, sounds like quite similar. To, to my history mate to be honest with you so um yeah I think you obviously did a little bit better at uni to get on grad schemes I wasn't even that good enough to get on grad schemes I sold mobile, <laughs> I sold mobile phones for two years before um before 
fallen into into recruitment. And the funny thing was, loads of people know this story, so I'm probably going to bore people with it. But I remember um, I had a girlfriend at the time, and she she was she was a little bit younger. She was still at uni, and I'd left. And she was like, "So what are you going to do?" And I said, "And I said, well, I'm doing all right selling these these mobile phones." And she was like, "I am not going to be with someone who sells mobile phones for a living." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, better better pull my finger out." And I was like, did these, I mean, it was not early days of the internet, but do you know what I mean? It was like broadband. It wasn't anything yeah. like what we have now. I did one of these like things where it was, um, what job could you be Could you be good for? And it came out as like a recruiter. And all I knew of recruiters at the time was things like, you'd go along to the branch, wouldn't you, with your CV, you pay for CV, and they'd find you a job, they'd make you a cup of tea, they'd have a bit of chat with you. And the next day you'd have like a temp assignment. And I literally thought, well, I can like chat to people and drink like cups of tea all day because you know it's like in call centers you have to like wait for a break to go to the loo you you know you, yeah yeah you're not allowed to not allowed to breathe without being told so like in those days so yeah that's how I fell into it and then I realized it's nothing like just chatting to people and drinking cups of tea it's very different and luckily for me it was tech which which resounded with me but it's just funny how the world works out isn't it that way it is. It is. It's something I'm working on, as you know, and, and learning at the moment is career pathways, something that I, I'm really passionate about. And I think experience of working in lots of different things and not having a traditional straight career path um, gives you a lot of gives you a lot of confidence that you know what you're doing, I guess, when you come across different challenges and different opportunities, you, you, you can find your way and you make a lot of connections that, that help you. And that's probably the most important thing about any job is knowing who can help you and, and understanding that getting help's okay. Brilliant. And on top of those career pathways then, what other topics are you interested in that you're gonna that you're gonna keep a keen eye on as as a as a co-host of the podcast? So obviously IR thirty five's really hot right now. So um that that's very interesting because we think we know what's happening, but it could go one way or another, or it could go a completely different direction. We, we have no real idea, so I think we need to keep really close to that. Um, the other topics in this world that I'm really interested in just now, um, probably employer brand and employee value proposition is, it's always been trending, it's been trending for a while, but I think it has to go into overdrive next year for a lot of companies. Um, so I'm keen to support our client um, and Laurie, in, in, in fact, sort of twofold really boost that and um, why does somebody want to work at a company is has never been more important and because you know there's a, a war for talent um how do you attract people uh, it's not, not just money anymore clearly money's important um but it has to be so much more than that um i've got involved in some of the work within Lorraine and in Pelham group on corporate social responsibility with um, chris blackburn which i'm really enjoying you know not landed anything yet but lots of plates spinning which makes it really interesting because it just opens your eyes to what's out there and what other solutions that we could support our clients with so i think employer branding and things that make people want to work for either a Lorian or in pelham or indeed um, natwest is really important to me because i think that'll make our jobs easier so we don't have to keep backfilling people as they move on to something else and going back to our background that's you know for helping people a little bit like us aren't we which you know is obviously always close to our heart brilliant loads of things that we're going to get you involved in john 
Um, so before we go, uh, only a short recording today. Do you have a prediction for something that you think is going to happen in the world of TA before the end of next year? Obviously, everything's volatile at the minute. So I'm not going to hold you to this, but I'm just wondering if you're thinking, you know, if you've got a, a gut instinct, something something big and bold might happen. I don't know. It changes daily. That's the biggest problem. Um, if you'd asked me this a month ago or maybe two months ago, I would have said the drive to permanent was going to continue on um, and it was going to be the main focus for companies. I think the recent volatility in the political world and on, on IR35, as mentioned before, may just throw a spanner in those works for our clients, so we might need to support them on that. So um, the move to permanent not ha not being as easy and as fruitful and the right thing to do um, may have to change, I guess, is my prediction. It's not that bold, I guess, apologies, but it's just something that I'm keeping an eye on um, quite closely given, given what I do.